Welcome to Valley Biz Buzz, brought to you by the West Valley Warner Center Chamber of Commerce. I am Diana Williams, CEO and founder and producer of Valley Biz Buzz. Please join us in welcoming Season 3 show host, Chamber of Commerce member, and founder of Morale Matters, Danielle Roy. Danielle Roy, your podcast host with the West Valley Warner Center Chamber of Commerce, and I am here today interviewing Bob, owner of Aussie Rescue SoCal. Actually, more correctly, I'm the president of Aussie Rescue SoCal, we're a California 501c3 nonprofit. Amazing. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that. I'm so glad to have you here. You're in my networking group, and we get to be friends on the podcast now, too. Absolutely. <laughs> so tell me the light bulb moment, Bob, on how you ended up running and being the president of Aussie Rescue SoCal. Well, it was kind of one of those everybody took one step back, one of the kind of things where, uh, you know, we've known uh, the woman who started Aussie Rescue for about 30 years. Okay. Uh, my wife, Tori, and I, we've had about seven different Aussies, all of which we've gotten from her. And unfortunately, in April of 2022, she passed away. So a number of people who are interested in continuing the rescue got together to form a new board of directors. And uh, the morning of the board meeting, um, unfortunately, I had some dental work done. I had three teeth pulled out under serious anesthesia. And uh, I woke up the next morning and I was president of Aussie Rescue. Oh, wow. So you just happened into it. You didn't even but, get a vote. Well, but in all seriousness, uh, it's one of those things where, in actuality, uh, nobody really wanted to do it. And having recently retired from practicing law and uh, not having anything during the pandemic, I just kind of didn't do much, trying to wait to see what the world was going to look like, to see what my future would look like. And uh, this kind of just dropped in our laps. It was one of those things where nobody wanted to do it. I figured I could do it. So Tori and I said yes. Wow, that's amazing. That kind of reminds me of that movie, Yes Man, right? Where they just decided to say yes and let's try it out and let's see what's happened. And now you've created this amazing, you know, you've just bettered it, right? It was already created, but you've made it even better. And I can just see both your and Tori's passion for the dogs and for what you do. It's really inspiring. Thank you, yeah. It's, uh, it's kind of amazing. We, as I said, we've always had Aussies. Uh, we only had one when we took over the rescue. Uh, we now have three of our own. Uh, Neither of the other two are Aussies, but when we took over the rescue, we had uh, we had four dogs that were out in Palmdale that the rescue had been holding, just fostering out there uh, at a place that fosters dogs for people that don't have fosters, for rescues that don't have fosters. And uh, we met one that Tori spent about 20 minutes in the kennel with her and never made eye contact with her or never got close enough to touch her. Oh. And uh, we walked away and Tori said, we have to take that one home because nobody's going to take her and uh, she'll just be our dog. My, my thought on her was she just needs a loving family. Yeah. And, uh, it took her two weeks before she'd actually let us touch her. Wow. And now she's just the sweetest thing. So would you say building trust, you know, sharing that experience, is building trust kind of the foundation to getting involved in a rescue, whether it's Aussie Rescue SoCal or any dog or animal rescue? I mean, it's important to build trust with the dogs. I mean, sometimes you can and sometimes you can't. Uh, most of the time, you can. They're pretty decent dogs, most of them. Do you have any tips for building trust? Uh, well, with uh, this one that we, we, uh, that we adopted, uh, our way of doing it was uh, feeding her with great high-value treats. Okay. Uh, which was like 
steak. <laughs> yeah. Really good stuff. And uh, we did this for, for, as I say, for two weeks. And finally, she trusted us enough to uh, say, okay. So food can be a very big motivator, right? It certainly can. Yes. I have a yellow lab and it's funny, we, you know, she was kind of out of control when we first adopted her and we worked with a trainer and, and the trainer said, you know, I kind of advise sometimes against just food motivations, but for some certain dogs, you know, you don't want to use it as a crutch, but especially in a situation, extreme situation where a dog is very shy or maybe other avenues haven't worked. That's just, a great way. Yeah, just getting her to know us and getting her to trust us. Yeah, that that was a really good thing. Oh, and I bet she just wants to be around you all the time now. Huh? Yeah, she does. She's really sweet. Oh, what's her name? Her name is Charm. Charm. A, what a sweetheart. She is a husky cattle dog mix and mostly white with a little bit of black on her face. And she's just oh. really sweet. Oh, that's so sweet. And wow, and so you were involved with this rescue, with this nonprofit for years before, it sounds like, right? You were on the board and... Wasn't on the board, okay. but uh, we were close friends with the woman who, who started it and ran it for many years. Uh, whenever we needed a dog, we just pick up the phone and say, Carol, we need a dog. Where should we go and get to pick one up? And, mm -hmm. and uh, we did that many times. And uh, so we were very close with her. She was out in Paris, California which um, if you're heading toward the end of the world, you take a right when you get there and you end up in Paris. So you got Paris and the end of the world. Pretty much. Didn't know they were like next to each other. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> About two hours from here, uh, most, most of the way to San Diego inland. Wow, and so you were you practiced law before you were an attorney, right? So totally different uh, life purpose. Actually, it's very similar, except uh, except now the clients actually appreciate what we're doing for. <laughs> there uh, you go. Share with yeah. us a little bit about your law background, just because I think it's so interesting. Yeah, so I practiced law for thirty years. Uh, I had a business in civil practice, largely. Uh, did some personal injury early on, and then until it got un unpleasant for everyone involved. And uh, finished up largely working for business people until such time as I felt like I didn't have to work any longer and just hung it up. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I made I made other people's problems my problems, oh, and that I was see. that was basically how I ran my my practice. Give me your problems and forget about them, and I'll take care of them. And ninety eight percent of the time, I did. That solution or you know, being solution oriented makes you extremely successful in business, right? But it can be very taxing emotionally and personally too. So, but I love that you have that mindset too, is, is just to help others, you know, and that desire and that was really translated. Yeah, I, I probably helped others more than I should have when I was practicing law, but I was okay. It was all good. <laughs> you had a great business because yeah. of it, right? <laughs> yeah, now, and now it's just a matter of, I mean, helping those, again, it's similar to my law practice. Uh, my ex-wife used to refer to me as the attorney for the downtrodden. Uh, and now it's the dogs. I mean, there's no one out there to help them. Yeah. Uh, and, and you can. Yeah, we can. We can do what we can do. Uh, unfortunately, there's so many dogs out there these days, um, we, but we do what we can do. Wow. And so you, you specialize with helping Australian Shepherds and other herding dogs, correct? Those are the dogs yes. you bring in? That is correct, yes. Wow. And tell me about some of the, or tell our listeners, please, about some of the dogs that are up for adoption to see if, you know, maybe they might be the perfect family for sure. these dogs. So we've got this little guy, Frank. He's like a nine-month-old, almost all black, uh, cattle dog lab mix kind of a guy. He's super sweet. He's got these little floppy ears. Uh, we picked him up from the Yucca Valley shelter when he was two months old. Uh, he was adopted when he was about three and a half months old. And unfortunately, was returned to us um, 
I tell you people. Uh, he was returned to us because uh, the people who adopted him thought he had neurological problems. Uh, they said they took him to the ER vet twice. And uh, both times they took him to the ER vet, uh, he tested positive for THC. <gasps> so there was nothing, wow. wrong, nothing wrong with this puppy. Uh, he just didn't handle his weed very well. <laughs> so, um, so we took him back and uh, we've had him since January. Uh, I felt like it was important that he just get settled for a little while before we actually put him up for adoption, which we did a little while ago. He's all black, except he's got these little gray paws and little white and gray stomach. And uh, just the sweetest guy ever. Loves playing with the big dogs. Does, well, does he get along with other animals, kids, any tidbits like that? that... Haven't really seen, hasn't really spent much time with kids. Okay. Uh, gets along great with my dogs, mm -hmm. uh, with our three, four, five other dogs, depending on what's going on that day. Uh, and uh, he, he tends to bark at other dogs when he meets them, but he's just like saying, hey, I'm Frankie, you want to play? <laughs> so he just likes to play and be friendly and let, let yeah. everyone know that he's here, right? Yeah, and then so that's half the time, the other half the time, he's just sleeping. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So it sounds like, you know, puppies, they're always puppies until around two, right? But it sounds yeah. like, you know, that he's eventually going to be a lap dog. <laughs> he's a sweetheart. So, yeah, he likes to snuggle too. So absolutely playful, fun, great for you know a family or an active couple or yeah. Know, Frankie, family. Frankie needs a playmate. He uh, he has to have some an energetic playmate because if I mean, one of our dogs, he just lays on the couch. He doesn't do anything. Uh, <laughs> not a great match for Frankie by himself. But we also have two that are running around all the time with him. So he needs a playmate uh, who can run around with him and play, and he needs a yard. Okay. Uh, because he probably would be good in, a, in an apartment. Uh, he was in an apartment when he was with the, when he was smoking pot. <laughs> uh, actually, probably more like eating the gummies, but um, it was just not a good situation, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, no, he's he's a great dog. Uh, we've watched him grow from this big to like this big. So he's um, about. So how big is he? Right now he's probably about about 30, 35 pounds. Oh, that's maybe. a perfect size. Uh, he's still growing a little bit. He's like nine months. Okay. Uh, I anticipate he'll probably be 40 to 50 pounds when he's fully grown. Okay, so like a good medium-sized dog. Yeah, good medium-sized dog. That's great, I love that. And see, my dog, she's about 55 to 60 pounds and they can still consider her a medium-sized dog. So he's on the small medium yeah. size too, so. Is your dog looking for a playmate? Um, it's, I'm sure she would love that. <laughs> but I do have two small children. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they would love Frankie. Yeah, but we should get we should get them together. <laughs> I love it. And you have another dog, right? Yes. That's looking for a home. Yeah, we got a guy named Duke. Duke's just an awesome, awesome dog. He's uh, he's like he, he's basically a mutt. Uh, we 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 took we had him. He was actually part of the rescue back in April of last year when we took it over. He was also out in Palmdale with our dog charm. Uh, he was adopted by a guy last August who unfortunately his work situation has changed and now he doesn't have the time to spend with the dog. Um, Duke is, he's part cattle dog, he's part Australian shepherd, he's part bulldog, he's, there's, he's got lots of great stuff in him. Uh, he's a big hunking guy, he's like about 60 pounds, 65 pounds and um, just a sweetheart. Uh, but you gotta keep him away from fireworks because uh, when the fireworks start going off, he'll dig a hole to halfway to the center of the earth. That's not too uncommon, though. I feel many, many dogs have that. So maybe Fourth of July, he's coming with the family. He's staying inside with the music loud. 
Okay, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Uh, yeah, okay, so Duke, and Duke is how old again? Duke is probably about five right now. Okay, yeah. so, so okay, so great. So he's gotten that puppy phase out. He's not chewing everything up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, he'll still chew things if you if you don't give him something to do. He needs work. Okay. He needs a, he needs a job or he needs to get lots of exercises. So what kind of jobs and what kind of exercise do you recommend for Duke, for Frankie, for any dogs? Well, you know, a lot of people like to... Not one of them. A lot of people like to walk or run like two, three, four, five miles a day. Not me. Uh, give them a walk around the block and that's going to have to be good enough for me. Uh, but they run around the yard all day. Okay. Um, a lot of people, they, they like to hike. And that's really good for the dogs too, if the dogs are into that. I mean, my dog, Louie, if you said you're going to hike five miles a day, he'd give you a look like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> it's like, you're going to bring the couch with us, right? <laughs> uh, his natural habitat is the couch or the bed, or we have a yeah. cat like that. <laughs> yeah, we got, we, I mean, Louis is the, the greatest dog ever. He's just so sweet and uh, very smart, and uh, he'll do whatever you tell him to. Wow. So. so these dogs are definitely a little more active, right? The two that you yes. have up for adoption. Yeah, they're herding dogs, and herding dogs, they tend to be active because mm -hmm. that's what they do. They run out there and they, they herd the, 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 the flocks. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, I want to recommend to everyone, too, in the community, since we are the West Valley uh, Warner Center Chamber of Commerce, that Serenia Park is a great place for dogs of all sizes, too. And so if you're looking for the dogs to get a lot of interaction with other dogs and families and people that are dog friendly, you know, of, of all sizes, I'd say medium to large size dogs are actually ideal there. Uh, you see them more than the smaller, but uh, than the smaller breeds, but yeah. it's a great perhaps, place. Perhaps most important though uh, in getting a dog is to be sure that you're comfortable with the breed. Mm -hmm. Because for, um, you know, with no, with no, no offense intended anybody who's 75 years old, for a 75 years old person uh, who is not real strong, who lives in an apartment, to adopt an Australian Shepherd it may not be the best fit. Right. May not be because they need a very active environment most of the time. Louie, no, not so much. So sometimes but, it's due to the personality and age, but breed is a big, big factor. Breed's a huge factor, yeah. Who, certain breeds, certain people are led to certain breeds because they have that personality. And is that what's really special about uh, Aussie, Re Aussie Rescue SoCal is the breed, you know, the different intricacies and personalities of uh, Australian Shepherds and other herding dogs? Is that being active, is that one of the key components of these dogs? Most of them are. Okay. Most of them are. Wow. So what are, what are other reasons why uh, listeners should check out uh, herding dogs in general? Well, if, if you're looking for a dog that has a, if you have a very active lifestyle, they're really a good dog because, like I say, people are running five miles. The dogs love it most of the time. Except for Louie. Yeah, not Louie. <laughs> yeah. Louie will um, sit around on the couch for five miles every day. <laughs> I love that. So so where can listeners check out the dogs and see you know, who you have for, up for adoption? Because um, I know that uh, Frank and Duke, right, hopefully they will be finding their perfect homes, maybe from some listeners today. So can where can they check out some pictures, a little bit more fun facts about those two and maybe other dogs that you will um, have at the rescue in the future? Sure. Uh, you can always go to our website, which is AussieRescueSoCal.com. Uh, or we have presence on Instagram as well as Facebook under Aussie Rescue SoCal. Wow, so really hard to remember. Right? <laughs> well, kind of hard to remember. Some, yeah, some. <laughs> so AussieRescueSoCal.com is same handles on uh, Instagram too. So thank you so much. Any, any other helpful tidbits or fun tidbits about 
dogs or you know building trust or any of the fun things that we've discussed or haven't discussed today you'd like to share with our listeners um you know just again the most important thing is to know your dog breed because sometimes dogs a lot of dogs dig holes and some people don't really like that so uh, a lot of dogs are really active if you're getting into that kind of dog you need to be active or it's just not going to work out uh, there's way too many dogs out there don't go to a breeder, call a rescue. You don't need a Colossie rescue. There's a thousand rescues out there for every kind of a dog you could ever imagine. Call a rescue, call a shelter. Don't call a breeder. There's many dogs out there. That's about it. Thank you so much, Bob. I really appreciate all of your insight and knowledge and learning a bit about the dogs that are available in our community here too. So I hope you're going to get some calls and you know some meet and greets. We'll have to bring the dogs to some of the events. So I'm going to plan on bringing Frankie to uh, the Calabasas country. Or the, the I'm sorry, the breakfast uh, on the 14th of June at the Motion Picture Television Home in Calabasas. Well, that will be amazing. We'll bring Frank and uh, hopefully. Frank will go home with somebody else. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much, Bob, again. Again, this is Danielle Roy, your podcast host for Valley BizBuzz with the West Valley Warner Center Chamber of Commerce, as well as founder at Morale Matters. Thank you to Diana Williams, our show creator and producer. Make sure and check out Valley BizBuzz on, on uh, Spotify, Apple, and anywhere you get your podcasts. And keep on buzzing, listeners. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Be sure to like and follow Valley BizBuzz on YouTube and your favorite podcast stations.